Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Hello and welcome to the Inner Light Project. My name is Gerd Sandel and today I'm just so grateful to share with you someone who is helping women to reconnect to their inner calm and life balance. Eureka Sullivan is a certified life coach, yoga teacher and energy healer and she helps women through her intuitive coaching, spiritual practices, astrology and human design. Hi Eureka, I'm so grateful to have you in the show and thank you for being part of this space today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to share with you in this podcast episode. Oh, bless you. I just know this is going to be an amazing episode because there's so many similarities and yeah, there is so much we can talk about. And I'd love to ask you the question of like, what was your life like before you became a coach? So a few years ago, I made a complete shift from being a career mom in a very, I'm a scientist by training, but wow. and I've spent about 20 years plus within the pharmaceutical development, research and development industry. And yeah, so I started out as a scientist and, and you know, put myself on the path of, a, you know, really a, a successful career. I had a young family at the time and, you know, everything that you can imagine I had, you know, recognition, um, a young family, as I said, but I found myself really um, not connected with myself. I um, I usually, when I tell my story, I, I bring up this very vivid memory I have. Someone asked me, hey, Eureka, what do you do for fun? It was in a casual <laughs> conversation at a, as a, at a business conference or a meeting, what it was, and I had no answer. I could not come up with what I do for fun. And that really um, hit me hard because... Here I was, very successful um, and, and, you know, fulfilled, I thought, but I was on autopilot. Mm. I was uh, very focused at my work. I pretty much identified myself with my work. That was my identity. And when I wasn't at work, I was home being a mom. So that was another important role in my life, obviously. But Apart from work and family, there was no me. Mm. So um, that really brought me to my my insights that I <laughs> and shifts that I made <laughs> later on. But uh, my life was very much um, on autopilot. And if anyone who's listening to this can imagine, like every day almost looks the same. You have the same things going on week after week, uh, very focused mm. on everything external, but never really having a um, time to connect to yourself. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you're saying that because I completely relate with what you're saying, because I remember when I was in the journalism world, like, 
it got to a point I was so unhappy in my, in my career that I was running to work with toast in my mouth, shoes in my hands, always, um, always being late for work because it, I just it didn't satisfy me anymore. And I'd done so much in my career at that time, but there was this void, like you said, there was something missing, this connection to myself. Like, and what I realised later on in life is that we have so much knowledge about our career paths, but we have no knowledge of self. That's right. Yes. So um, I really felt that there is something missing here. There is really mm. something missing. And uh, for me, I believe it was um, meant to be because I would I would be in this bubble of disconnection, if you will, for a while, because that's what it took for me to to really wake up. Yeah. Wow. And would you say that because obviously with this, the similar background in, with the pharmaceutical world, like whenever you had a headache or you had an ache or pain, you would just go for the medication. You wouldn't really question why you were feeling that way or what was the reason behind it. Absolutely. And and for me, I had this ability to just keep going. Mm-hmm. I had this and, and, and still have. I have to watch that for myself because if I get really focused on something, I ignore all you know, body signs, or I just kind of, (laughs) I just kind of bring myself to the next level in terms of just following through. And that's Mm. now what I realized, that's not how, how we can step into our our biggest uh, purpose or potential, because that is really the opposite. We, we have to step into and listen to Mm-hmm. our body, our inner world to really bring out um, our biggest potential or, or greatest potential in every moment. And that's if, and I realize now in hindsight, of course, I was totally disconnected from my inner power. Yeah. And I think as women as well, we, there's this persona that like from our parents had, especially our mothers, that it's about being strong and toughening up in a man's world and being more masculine and ignoring your femininity and you just kind of roll your sleeves up and get on with it. Um, and I think a lot of us have grown up with that mentality. So whenever we had an ache or pain, we just thought, oh, there's nothing, just ignore it. And then it's only to like something happens. Like even with me, I collapsed in the office three times. I ended up having um, a kidney problem later on in my life because I was overworking as well. And um, to make me realize like what you just said is that we there's nothing wrong with being strong but also soft there's nothing wrong with being connected and calm and relaxed and also doing work but there has to be a balance of both yes it's definitely this shift of you know the mentality that many of us were conditioned to to align with uh, that we can push through every challenge mm-hmm. and that shift of not pushing through every challenge but actually um listen to what the what what the opportunity is and and be more selective have boundaries around and we can be even more effective that way than just kind of plowing through (laughs) yeah 100% and I want to take it back a little bit um so you know this person said to you that what do you do for fun and you kind of didn't know what to answer so what happened after that so uh, well, that left me with with some kind of question mark within myself. It took a while before I I really came to a point where I'm just, I was starting to find out like what who am I and 
But it, it, I think that point that really um, made me think, or it, it, at least it gave me a little seed mm-hmm. to start to asking myself those questions. What, what, what am I doing for fun? And of course, we all, before we became this career woman or, and, and busy mom, right, we had a life also mm-hmm. in our younger years. So what I did, I, I started to connect to what I was um, really good at or enjoyed doing uh, in my younger years as a teenager or even earlier than that. And that type of energy is still within us, even if we're connected, disconnected from, from it, it's, it's within us. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that really, for me, started to, um, at least at that time, being a little seed that was growing. Um, and uh, it was not until really my big turning point, which brought me really to my knees, where I was laid off from my job. And, and if you can picture this, uh, me as a person back then was really, you know, married to my job. <laughs> that, was, that was me. So uh, to hit, be hit by, by a um, loss in that sense, which, you know, I saw it as, it was really to lose myself at the same time. Yeah. I relate with that 100% because that was kind of my turning point in 2012 where I had built up this career and then I was made redundant. Um, But I knew I wasn't happy. I was actually planning on leaving. But, you know, how the universe works. (laughs) It all happened a few months beforehand. And I just remember, like, my boss saying to me, what are you going to do next? And I was like, I'll find a way. And he's like, what's your plan? I was like, I don't know. I'll find a way. And he looked at me, like, very confused, like, you need to have a plan, like, what's wrong with you kind of thing but you know I knew in that moment something was going to happen and I remember going back home to the apartment that I shared with two flatmates and I just remember sliding up and down the hallway going I'm free and jumping up and down on my bed and they were like what's wrong with you and I was like I've just lost my job and they were like oh that's really sad I was like no I'm really happy (laughs) (laughs) I just remember it, it, it sometimes it does doesn't it it takes to get made redundant or lose a job to to really discover who you really are and come back home to yourself. Yes, and and I, you know, I saw it maybe not then, but now in hindsight, I saw that that was really the universe telling me, okay, this is it. You need to get away from this environment to, and a new chapter is going to start for you. But because by myself, I was not able to change my situation proactively. But often that's what happens when we reach uh, a rock bottom is that, you know, we the universe has given us so many signs likely that we have ignored for the longest. And sometimes we just need to be removed from the situation. And that's what happened to me. I, I, uh, you know, being um, a very uh, ambitious and uh, stubborn person, you know, who can. (laughs) literally push through anything if I wanted to and so obviously it took the universe to kind of remove me from a situation to to open up a a new chapter and in that moment as you are describing too it's a choice right do we Mm -hmm. see it as an opportunity or do we see it as a defeat or and and it for me in that situation it was an opportunity it turned out to be um, the best thing that ever happened 
Beautiful. And what did you do next after that? So you, you had this awakening and like you were told you, you, you lost your job. What happened after that? So it wasn't actually, it was a gradual process for me. So in the beginning, I was devastated, obviously. And, and I, I, I reached for the, the simplest path. So I actually went back to another job in the same in- industry after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, and which was, which was a, a great job and so on. But then a gradual feeling grew within me that gave me an opportunity to actually do it differently. Mm-hmm. I, I created this um, path to actually make a, a conscious shift in my life to the career I'm doing now. So it was like a stu- two-step process, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Now, this awakening of, of being laid off really stirred the inner chaos within me to, to make something different. However, I wasn't ready at the time to be a complete shift at that time. It took another couple of years before I realized this is this is my calling um which which I'm doing now. So it was kind of a bridge that that job after this um awakening happened if you will. It was a bridge job I call it now. But it actually enabled me to not only um make a conscious choice because what happened was that I could tell my uh, the employer I had at the time that I have decided to make a shift and that's why I'm uh, resigning or leaving this job now. Mm. So that was um, um, a complete different experience than you know, being removed by the universe uh, and, and taking it as a shock to in this next job, being the empowered person, making a decision to make a shift. So that's that was a completely different energy for me. And um, so it really, yeah. I was going to say, I think it might be the Taurus moon, because I read on your website that you have a Taurus moon and I have a Taurus moon as well. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus moons are great. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, yeah. I think it's that, like you said, it's that stubbornness, because even even with me, I kind of took another year. I was freelancing for other places after for a year. And then I had that leap, like you said, and it was like, I'm still holding on to the old identity of being a journalist. Like, I need to hold mm. on to that. But really, we were so much more than those careers than what we realized. Absolutely. Yes. And and uh, as a Taurus moon, our inner world, <laughs> we kind of need to take it step by step, not, not yeah. any, you know, big shifts, but but think it through and actually do it. Yeah. So that that's what happened for me. And now I, I definitely feel that I'm in a position of empowerment rather than being somebody that uh, something happens to. Nice. And I was going to say, like, even with like the nine to five world, it's, it's, it's so interesting, like how the mindset is so different. It's like fear and, this worry about your job and you know what are you going to do next it's that kind of, that kind of energy but when you have your own business it's just so much joy and like you said the inner child comes out you're just free to make the decisions by yourself without being restricted I guess yes absolutely and that's you know it was new for me as well if you imagine like being an employed for 20 plus years I've never had a business before so 
the the learning curve and also the opportunities that that learning provides in terms of really um, tapping into what do I want? How do I want to live my my week or month or year? Right? It's it's the, those types of questions that come up. Am I happy with my day? How I lay it out, or what happens during a day or week? So. As an employed person, it, you, it's often presented to you. You get the meetings into your calendar. You sit down and you have your back-to-back meetings, right? Yeah. And and in the beginning, I remember it was I was so conditioned to oh my schedule have to be full, <laughs> <laughs> and you know those things where where you kind of just um, are used to a certain pace. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's it was a gradual. Um, shift from also learning about how I want to spend my day because mm-hmm. that that question had never come up before it was you know pretty much presented to me as I said as an employed person but now like I can decide <laughs> how <laughs> I want to spend my day and that's that's freedom in that yeah, that's inter- it was interesting you were saying about the back-to-back meetings. There's, if you think about it, there's no room for mindfulness there. It, you're literally just like another person in a rat race. And you don't really have time to reflect about what has happened in the day only until you've left your job. But even then, you're too busy rushing home to then sort something else out. Yeah. Yes, and it's it's a different energy. Um, yeah. I'm I'm also an energy healer, uh, and I've learned so much about how energy works. And mm. in hindsight, I can definitely see, you know, the the um, corporate years, if you will, was completely driven by the mind. Yeah. While <laughs> now I'm I'm completely living my life through the heart energy, which mm. is more, you know. Um, intuitive in that sense and and um, responsive um, more around being in the moment but the mind <laughs> the mind would always want to be in the future and mm. I definitely feel the difference now in terms of how I spend my day uh, working being very efficient and and but still using a different energy within uh, my day so that's that's a complete shift I hear you and I feel like we actually get more done now than we did before (laughs) yes yes absolutely yeah so I wanted to ask you just one more question about like the medicinal world like well the pharmaceutical world like what's your viewpoint now on like taking a step back the pharmaceutical world versus the holistic side well I I feel that the pharmaceutical world does have its place, but there is so much more to add mm-hmm. to the picture. And um, I really believe that a holistic world includes all parts. But for for a very long time, we have, as a collective, if you will, relied on uh, pharmaceuticals as the only solution. Yeah, at least that's how I feel. But now the um, um, uh, what we call alternative healing modalities are becoming much more known or is returning to 
becoming valuable. And I, I love that because there's, there's a time and place for pharmaceuticals, but there's also a time and place for more natural, um, healing modalities that are using natural energy and and just by tapping into a natural energy flow, for example, can, and, and listening to our body can actually solve a lot of problems much uh, more naturally than reaching for the pill <laughs> on the shelf, right? So I, 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 this great opportunity to, to starting to embrace alternative, or I don't really like the, the word alternative because I, I want to see the yeah. balance. Uh, I want to see the, the additional modalities increase in, in importance and uh, prominence. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest, I think alternative, it shouldn't even be that because these healing modalities have been here for centuries. So it's not really alternative. Really, the pharmaceutical right. is an alternative because it came mm-hmm. later. Yeah, let's switch it. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I find it so weird. Um, but, you know, I 100% relate. Like, I, I remember the amount of, like, customers that would come in for headache tablets. And sometimes some people would come in for the same thing every weekend. And I used to think, gosh why but you know a lot of people they've become so dependent on wanting a quick fix and that's what I feel with medications they're good to a certain extent but you really do need to get to the root cause of why you're feeling that way and I think that's where the holistic side works because instead of taking something quickly it's like it's about asking yourself why am I feeling that way or what do I what do I need right now and I think that's the key absolutely and and often it's not something external that is the answer it is really um uh, an internal journey on how to come to terms with this the root cause of mm-hmm. the um, illness or the condition yeah and, and um that can only be solved uh, in many to- many places and times by the person itself but I, I truly believe that there is, as I said in, in the beginning of this conversation, that it's it's we have to look at the whole yeah. and not just kind of be um, go down one route that seems to be having the solution. And um, in addition, not always rely on what other people are, are telling us is the right thing, because our own. The only person that knows ourselves is ourselves. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I can, I know I keep saying I agree, but it, it's really true. Like, I really understand that because um, I don't know if you know this about me, Eureka, but I had um, a kidney operation a few years back. And before the operation, many consultants were telling me to have the kidney removed. But my intuition was like, no, I need that kidney. Mm-hmm. And I, I fought with them for about a year. And then I found the right consultant who reconstructed um, reconstructed my kidney and we saved it. And I think that's the key, always trusting your gut. And the same thing happened with a tonsil a few years ago. My tonsil was inflamed and the consultant was like, we can remove it. And I said, just give me six months and let me see what I can do. And I just tried something like apple cider vinegar every day for six months and it went down and he classed it as a miracle. And had again, had I... Had I listened, I would have had my tonsil removed and my kidney removed. But we need certain organs for a reason. And my gut was always telling me that. And I think that's the key to remember that the medicinal side have their purpose. And it's good to get 
you know, they help us to diagnose things, but also trust your gut as well, because sometimes they do get it wrong. They're not always 100% correct, but sometimes they are right. Yes, absolutely. And that that's the key right there, that it's for us to slow down enough to listen to that voice uh, and, and trust it. That's part of what we all are working on, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it works in other situations too, not just with our health. It works the same type of um, dynamic works in in finding out is this relationship right for me is this mm. um, yeah any other area of life can be um, an answer to if we just slow down and listen and and that's the practice that that is um, pretty much the foundation of of knowing who we are mm-hmm. yeah so you're you help women to find that inner balance. How do you do that? So I am, I, and as I said in the beginning, the, the work that I do now, <laughs> this is my life's work. I, uh, I feel that this is such an important time where we have the opportunity and we've been presented with the opportunity the past year, year and a half here now to come into those questions like, who am I? What do I love to do? What makes me feel good? And how do I want to live my, my life? Not only, not only per day, but also my week, my month, my years, right? Yeah. And what I find with, with um, women that I work with, mostly women, is that there is an imbalance in their life, in some area of life, because again, the holistic view of Maybe they're overworking or maybe they're um, too entangled in relationships that really hinder them to to bring out that inner inner unique expression or authenticity. So often what I find is that there is a balance within their life in some way. In addition, I also work with their body in terms of body energy. I'm also an energy healer. So I combine kind of, it's not always only the inner journey or inner environment, if you will, that's imbalanced in some way, our thoughts. It it actually is also um, our physical energy, our aura. So I take a holistic view of all of that. And sometimes it has to do with, let's say, nutrition, what we eat, um, sometimes it becomes evident that there is an imbalance in, in their diet or um, yeah, you can go, we can go on and on. (laughs) But what I, what I do is to really work with someone, what they want to begin with. What, what is it that they really are missing in life and, and help them to dream Mm -hmm. because until we start to, believe in what's possible for ourselves we we only will stay with that thought mm. but once we start to believe and see in our life in real terms taking realistic steps that things can happen for us then it all goes you know it just blooms from there so not only i help others 
to with the ability to dream tap into their intuition because that's much a, a lot of what it is that we've been relying so much about uh, about our mental uh, abilities that we have disconnected from our inner truth our inner uh, true self higher self or whatever we want to call it but that's part of what I work with women to regain that ability or connect with that inner true self our intuition everyone has it so it's it's nothing that is uh, just for some yeah and with that comes the ability to actually assess what 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 do i love where are my imbalances because that insight needs to be kind of realized by each single person i'm not the one telling them that you know, here's here's your solution. They come up with it and they know what the solution for them is when they say, oh, I want to work less and I want to spend my time this way. Mm. And then together we make a uh, make realistic steps towards that to balance their life, make it become real so that it doesn't stay as a thought only. And, you know, it's it's very complex um, kind of way uh, it sounds like, but it, it truly is not complex. It, it really starts with the willingness to make a change to someone's life. And that's all it takes, the willingness to start looking at why is it like this in my life? And do I like it? No. Do <laughs> I want to change it? Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. And it's really just coming back home to your inner GPS, I call it. And mm-hmm. we've given our power as women for so long to, to society that we sometimes seek validation from like whether it's our work life or our relationships or just our nearest and dearest. But like you said, it's when you own your power, your truth, your inner voice, that's when everything flourishes. That's when you really go deep into your inner wisdom and you don't really, like you no longer need to rely on anybody or their opinions. You kind of know what's right for you. Absolutely. And that's, that really, once that starts to happen for someone, it, the, the, um, it becomes a different perception of what's possible. And uh, yeah, that's then the sky is the limit after that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really important work for for those who feel, yeah, I, I want to make a change. And I, I believe that I want to make a change too. Because sometimes it's it's um it's more of a wish rather than a belief. And that that's mm-hmm. you know, we all walk that path of Oh, I wish it was so uh, and so. To I'm making progress. I'm I'm actually taking this into my real life. So there is there is a little bit of a different, and and that takes different support and partnership. And that's what I do as a coach is to really partner with each individual at where they're at. So there is no, you have to be here when you're done with my program or whatever. It, it really is not because every single person has their own path. Mm. And um, for me, it's really important to, to 
be there as a guide, a partner, um, more so than, you know, having all the answers. Yeah. I think the key for people to remember is that it's nobody knows the answers, but we sometimes need partnerships to help us like coaches to help us just guide us through the next stages. But it's not about them telling you what to do. It's just helping you to just break down the big. I'm not really sure what happened there. Um, We've had a bit of a technical glitch, um, but we will be doing a part two soon. Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Allow nature's peace to flow into you as sunshine flows into trees. That's a quote by John Muir. Take care, my sisters. Bye. For more information about the show or how to trust your inner light, visit my new coaching program at girdshundle.com. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, stay lit. Lit.